Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, West Denver. Here's a quick message from our sponsor, Local Works Wheat Ridge, provided by its executive director, Paige Piper. Local Works is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to make Wheat Ridge a more vibrant and sustainable place to live and work. Our mission in action is programming that provides neighborhood revitalization and small business support, keeping and growing the businesses we know and love in Wheat Ridge. In simpler form, we provide connection. Connection to business, connection to community. This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Meg Smith. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Good Neighbor Podcast, West Denver. Today, I'm here with Brandy Martin with Feed Your Soul Fitness. How are you, Brandy? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, you're very welcome. Thanks for joining us. So tell us a little bit about Feed Your Soul. So we started back in 2014 in Northwest Denver. We've had a brick and mortar since 2015. We help people feel better and be healthier with our small group training and our personal training, as well as our nutrition coaching. Awesome. So it sounds like you're hitting a lot of points there for, you know, health and wellness. Yes, we really have a big passion for that. A lot of my background comes from my own personal journey and being a trainer for more than 15 years and being in the wellness space. I've met so many people who really want to get healthier and feel better. And we wanted to create a space that was really unique here in the Denver area where fitness is abundant, but to have a specific niche where we're able to help people who are more beginner to intermediate and have injuries and limitations and they're looking more for a non-intimidating, non-competitive environment that feels comfortable. Um, and that's why people love us. That's awesome. I love the non-intimidating part because, yeah, it can be very intimidating when one is searching for that safe place yeah. to engage in you know, physical activity and strengthening and also find some resources for, for diet and lifestyle. Yes. And we're finding more and more these days that so many people are just kind of focused on, on cardio, mainly from walking or riding a bike, but strength training is missing from a lot of people's regimen. So we actually have an emphasis of strength training and we dominantly, we've got all different age groups, but we dominantly have forties, fifties and sixties. And we do have men and women in our community, but it's 98% female So naturally, strength training is something that we've really got to focus on through perimenopause and menopausal stages, as well as just to actively, um, to be active in life, to hike, to play golf, to play with grandkids, things like that. Yeah, the functional fitness is (laughs) what we need to work on. I'm at that stage now, like 45, so probably approaching perimenopause, no signs yet, but you know, that's the age I'm in. And it is hard to maintain muscle now. Yes. Yes, exactly. And with the functional fitness, that's why we don't offer, some people have a different definition for that. But for us, it means that there's no machines. We have everything that's uh, free weight based, meaning it's your body moving in the way that it's meant to move. And there's no mirrors as well, which helps our ladies feel a lot more comfortable, but also it really stimulates the mind body connection. So people can actually feel what they're doing instead of just focusing on the visual aspect of it. 
Yeah, that's smart because you do get kind of hung up on how you look while you're performing it and instead of paying attention to your body. Yes, yes. And we find that people notice that they how they're breathing and what it feels like. So it's definitely overall better awareness in general. That's awesome. I love it. So tell us about your journey. You said you've been working in fitness as a trainer for, did you say 13 years? About 15. So my background was corporate America between Home Depot and uh, I was a store manager for Starbucks. And I always had a passion for being um, physically active, whether in you know high school, I was a swimmer and played softball. Obviously, there was a hiatus through my 20s, but I always loved yoga, hiking, things like that. But over time, I became really unhealthy. And about five days after I left the store manager position I had, uh, I noticed that I was at my worst health and I was unhappy and I was just stuck. So a lot of people, you know, hey, follow your passion. And I always love yoga. So I ended up taking a yoga teacher training and it changed my life and put me into a trajectory of health and wellness. Further that with a TRX certification, certified personal trainer, all sorts of different certifications, even including um, kettlebells and indoor cycling and started teaching everywhere that I could just to get experience, work with people. And over the years, I noticed in all the different places that I worked, there really was this niche that was really left out. Everything was very hardcore. Everything was very aggressive. And a lot of our clients that I would watch in these different uh, facilities would struggle. They'd feel left out. And I was always teaching big groups, you know, 40 people. So it felt really overwhelming for people in the back row. And so in this time, we started, my husband and I would go home and tell him all about the stories of the day. We decided to build our own business and marry the fact that of the business owner background with the passion for health and wellness to create our own studio for this underserved niche in Denver. That is awesome. I love it. Yeah, because you're, you know, bringing something to them that they would not have had access to otherwise, and they probably feel a lot more welcome. Exactly. <laughs> in your environment. I appreciate that. That's fantastic. So what myths or misconceptions do you think people have about fitness in general? I think a lot of people's misconceptions are that they already have to be fit to get started. There's this, you know, a lot of times I could, you know, each week somebody tells me, well, I'm too X, Y, or Z to get started. It's too late for me. I'm too big. I'm too old, whatever it is. So those misconceptions happen on a weekly basis, and that's a really what we call limiting belief. So in our community, that's actually something we work really hard to start to shake up for people and, and, and get rid of those limiting beliefs and show people it doesn't matter what your age is. It doesn't matter what your starting point is. It doesn't matter what limitations you can get started. We can find a way to meet you where you're at so that you start improving your fitness and your health overall. I think, too, one of the other big misconceptions is that it has to be six days a week, two hours a day in the gym. And it's pretty amazing what even 20 minutes can do three times a week. So I think people overthink how much overall time they have to invest to get fit. Yeah. And then they end up in analysis paralysis. Exactly. <laughs> and never moving forward. And so, yeah, that's a very good point. I like that you brought that up. So what do you do for fun when you're not at work? We like to get to know you a little bit too. 
Yeah, so we we hold Sundays very uh just as a sanctuary for us. And we usually are hiking or mountain biking. We bought a RV camper in 2020, like a lot of people did. And now we love to go camping in our RV. We even take our cat, Forrest, who is now three and a half years old. He comes with us and we bring our uh, kayaks and our stand-up paddle boards and our mountain bikes. And we really like to be active out in nature whether it's, you know, in the hills of a mountain or whether it's on a lake or a river. And we love just going everywhere from Moab to the East Coast to San Diego, all over the place. That's fantastic. Those are quite some distances you're going. Yes. Yes. It's been a lot of fun. Love it. Nice. So describe for me any hardships that have impacted the business and how you overcame them. Yes. You know, when I read that question ahead of time, the first thing that came to mind, which I'm sure for most people it's similar, is, you know, COVID and how it really changed it. Because the week that we shut down um, due to the mandates, we had 84 classes a week and we were cranking, to say the least. We had a huge staff. We were very successful. We had our processes in place. We had our programs in place. And when it, we shut down, we we dropped to 20 classes a week. But the, the hard situation as a business owner being forced to close was how do I keep serving people with health and wellness? And what do I do with the skill set that I have to still serve people? And what happened is I literally locked my studio and myself in the studio for four days and I recorded many, I'd say upwards of 30 plus videos of full workouts that people could do on demand from home, whether it was body weights or with a TRX or a stability ball or dumbbells to be able to have them go to their computer to do it. And then on the fifth day, we launched Zoom workouts where people could participate live. And what's happened with that is ever since then, and we opened back up June 9th, But ever since then, we've kept our online classes and we continue to maintain a virtual presence for our workouts. We literally have clients in Vermont, Florida, Texas, Wisconsin, all over the place. So that's awesome. Well, congratulations. That sounds like a wonderful addition to your menu of services, right? Thank you. I love it. So What is the one thing you want listeners to take away from this podcast interview about Feed Your Soul Fitness? I think the big takeaway is get started. We can support you no matter what your starting point is. And if you feel like you're ready for nutrition, let's work with you on nutrition. If you feel like you're ready for more of an exercise and a training realm, let's get you started there. If you feel like you're ready for both, let's go there. Know that we're going to meet you where you're at. Know that we are going to give you compassion and specific support and accountability. And we're going to make sure that it's approachable and sustainable. And you're going to be able to achieve the goals that you want. It's absolutely possible. Oh, I love that. So encouraging. So how can people get in touch with you most easily? Yeah, easily. easiest is usually email info at feedyoursoulfitness.com. If people are a little less email inclined, they can absolutely give us a call or a text at 720-806-6410. We are on social media, Instagram and Facebook. 
So there's a lot of different avenues. Or of course, I'm an in-person type of gal. You're welcome to swing by our studio at 44th and Chase Street. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really love your message and your approach. Thanks, Meg. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpwestdenver.com. That's gnpwestdenver.com. Or call 720-295-9588.